Welcome to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Jackie. And I'm Erica. And it is Spooktober. I like this. <laughs> you like that, Spooktober. huh? Spooktober. This is the month. October. This is every horror fan's favorite month. This is where we binge one horror movie after the other. If I could, I would do every single day. But I mm. think your dad would walk out on me if I did a horror movie a day. <laughs> Although that's not, that would be a fun challenge, right? It Watch would. 31 Days of Horror. Exactly. Whether it's a movie or a show. Ooh, oh, oh. Now, mm-hmm. now we got to find a show. Well. <laughs> or rewatch. Or we, yeah, exactly. There you go. Not a bad idea. I like it. I like anyway, it. this is episode 21, and we are talking about the classic... <laughs> <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street, the 1984 classic. The OG. <laughs> what you drinking there? Or what, <clears throat> what are we drinking this so beautiful I, day? So I, I spiced up our coffee today. And I know. <laughs> I made us some Lavazza Intenso with some heavy cream. Not even half and half today, but heavy cream mm-hmm. and a nice little shot of Jack. And I'm not a whiskey girl, but this is this is good. Isn't it? It adds a nice little kick. Yeah. I, I approve. Know, I love it. I approve. All right. Take it away with the reading of the plot. All right. In Wes Craven's classic slasher film, several Midwestern teenagers fall prey to Freddy Krueger, a disfigured midnight mangler who preys on the teenagers in their dreams, which in current... In Kern, which in turn <laughs> kills them in reality. After investigating the phenomenon, Nancy begins to suspect that a dark secret kept by her and her friend's parents may be the key to unraveling the mystery. But can Nancy and her boyfriend Glenn, aka Johnny Depp, solve the puzzle before it's too late? Dun dun dun. <laughs> I all right. I, I watched this movie once mm-hmm. before because as a horror fan, you know there are as we've said there's classics that you need to go through you you have to whether you like them or not i did not like this movie at the time and i'm sorry this is an unpopular opinion i don't like it now Mm -hmm. i but i've come to the conclusion after starting this podcast and really diving into horror and all the genres i just creature features i've always said are my least favorite and i think slashers are the second least favorite for me i just i'm not into this i'm not into this campy thing okay that's exactly what it is what you don't like is slasher movies that turn out to be pretty campy but then i also don't like them when they're too gory or too ridiculous i'm just like but halloween is a little campy but it's not at the same time i kind of the original yeah i kind of just well yeah kind of but Friday the 13th is... Is extremely campy, yeah. But I didn't mind it as much. This one, I just... I don't know. it. But at the same time, I found it entertaining because I was just laughing mm-hmm. at how, like, silly it is. I mean, it's not... But it... I don't know. It's hard to describe how I feel about it because I still found it entertaining to laugh at. Right. Or laugh with. I don't I don't know well, what that's the what right makes term. It, that's what makes it campy. Is that you're laughing with it. Yes. And, or at it. But I will say that the uh, the positive aspect of it is the effects for the time. And as I, there's a lot of behind the scenes with this movie mm-hmm. to make the practical effects 
work and I appreciate it. It's a lot of practical behind the scenes effects that make this movie work, which we'll get into, that I did enjoy because for 1984, it is great. And the makeup and everything, it's just, it's, it's not my thing. And I'm sorry. Out of all these villains, I really don't like Freddy Krueger. I find him so irritating. I don't find him scary. I'm just like, you're just a dude. I think... That annoys me. (laughs) I think that... I'm going to get so much hate. Yes, you probably will. That's all right. I think that Freddy is an acquired taste. It's all right. I mean, it's... It is what it is. We can't like everything. Mm-hmm. I ended up liking Friday the 13th more than I thought I did. And this is one where I thought maybe I'll, with a fresh pair of eyes, I'd like it. And I just, it's not for me. Okay. So for me, back in the day, this movie was terrifying. I'm sure. Now it's just full on campy. And do I like it? I don't know. I'm still on the fence, maybe leaning towards not really. But yet at the same time, it is entertaining. Freddy is ridiculous. I know in the sequel, Freddy's one-liners become <laughs> to be like center stage. Okay. Um, his twisted humor. And he only had two that stood out to me in this movie. And that's the, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. Oh, yeah. And okay. then the other one is no running in the hallway. <laughs> so He said that? Yeah. When, um, when Nancy the school? runs out of the classroom yeah. and that girl says that and it's, you know, you see the claw oh, thing or the okay. knives. I didn't even notice. But as they went on, <laughs> yeah. he got famous for his really cheesy yeah. one-liners. Yeah. I found about 110 of them online. Jeez. Oh, yeah. So it became like, what is he going to say now? Kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his right. movies. He's got that one one-liner. Right. But Freddy has a whole bunch of them. Like, they are. some of them are really messed up. Mm. I don't know if I'd watch it again, maybe in a couple of years, just mm-hmm. to laugh again. I'm on the fence, but, you know, it was entertaining. And yeah. it was funny to watch you get mad at, at how stupid it was. <laughs> and, I mean, we'll get into this later, but the yeah. cheesy 80s horror movie music was just oh, off the chart. That was the best. I actually <laughs> love that. You saw me, I was like moving. You were? I was were. moving to the 80s. You know, I'm obsessed with the 80s, but this no. is just one thing from the 80s I'm not obsessed with. <laughs> I see Except that. the music. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, so let's get on to some movie facts. <laughs> this, I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm looking at it. It's like, what? You know, the Rotten Tomato score, the the <clears throat> critics gave it 95. I missed something. It's just, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is just not for me. It's and not. I don't, it's not that I don't get it, but I don't get it. It's mm-hmm. just, it's not for me. And the audience, 84. I just, I, He's whatever. He's a classic. All right. It was released on November 9th of 1984 with a budget of $1.1 million and it grossed $57 million worldwide. That's a lot of money in the 80s. I'm sure, actually, that's probably a really expensive movie back mm. then. And then, I mean, they've made, what, what's the, I don't even know what a, you know, not triple or double your budget. You mm. went above and beyond. Yeah. Um. So, A Nightmare on Elm Street was met with rave critical reviews and is considered to be one of the greatest horror movies of all time. You know, ever made. Or ever made. No. <laughs> I mean, but it is a classic because it's like Halloween, like Friday the 13th. It's become a pop culture. It's in pop culture. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a popular costume. It's a popular, his lines are popular. Like 
the villain is popular. I mean, they've made six sequels from what I remember reading. You have Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. I mean, notice how nobody goes against Michael. That's because Michael is the real deal, and he, he is has the real no deal. sense of humor. No. Not that Jason does, but yeah, but Jason has like a sense of humor without having one, with, like with his kills and just like him. Uh-huh. Yeah, Michael scares me the most. <laughs> he because I feel like he's very he's stoic, right? In the in the sense of even his body language, and he's just there, like saying, "Yeah, I'm here. I'm gonna kill you, and it's over." Jason's like, eh, "Let me chase you around." And with Freddy a is mask. just a joke. Exactly. He's a running comedian. Yeah. And then Ghostface is funny. He's, uh, (laughs) you know, with the whole, because he talks. Mm. So it's just interesting. I think that as the movies, all the sequels came for Nightmare on Elm Street, I think a lot of people actually started rooting for um, Freddy Krueger. For the villain? I think a lot of these movies, you end up rooting for the killer. (laughs) Yeah. Because they make these teenagers so annoying that yeah. you kind of root for them. Yeah. The inspiration for the famous Freddy Krueger actually came from Wes Craven's childhood. One night when he was um, walking, he saw an elderly man walking on the side path outside the window of his home. And the man stopped to glance and startled Craven. And then he walked off. And I guess that inspired him it's amazing how just something so small maybe it's the way he looked at him or just the creep factor i'm gonna say that the guy probably stopped and then just slowly turned his head and stared at him maybe i'm just Be interesting assuming. to ask right? i can see that yeah his own and then this was interesting was craven was bullied oh. by someone named fred krueger Ooh, interesting right very interesting hmm yep don't be a bully or you'll end up as a villain in a movie (laughs) for a time they considered or craven considered using a sickle as the weapon of choice but it was around the third or fourth draft he came up with the iconic glove with the final choice and And i have have to to agree you have to you have to meet you have to agree (laughs) that those gloves are scary as hell yeah i mean that's it's it's synonymous with him Mm -hmm. freddy krueger is the whole package with Michael, it's the mask. With Jason, it's the mask. With Ghostface, it's the mask. Him, yeah. it's the whole thing. It's the mm-hmm. sweater, the glove, and the burn fa- And even the hat. Yes. Everything. He is the whole, and the attitude. It's the whole package. He is the marketing package. He really is. <laughs> he chose Kruger's um, red and green sweater after reading an article that the two colors were the most clashing colors to the human retina. Interesting, yes. right? Even though they're used during Christmas. But it's the shade and the U and and the tone of that red and green together that makes it clash. And it does affect your eye when you look at them together. Yeah. If you look at them, like, for instance, on a screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. The role of Glenn, which is Johnny Depp, was originally supposed to be a big blonde beach jock football player guy. That's a big description. Damn. But Craven's daughter picked Johnny Depp's headshot out of us, you know, out of a bunch of people, and that's how he got the role. So I guess he has to thank his daughter <laughs> because if, this is his. I first, mean, this is his first movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Because at the movie. beginning, it said, you know, introducing Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. The high school was filmed at John Marshall High School, and other movies that were filmed there were Grease and Pretty in Pink. 
Wow. Yeah. Interesting, right? For the famous, because this is something I never forgot. Okay. At least for me, if if there there's two scenes in this movie I've never forgotten in, in the one time I saw it. Oh, and mm-hmm. I did watch the remake, which I don't remember anyway, but it was the body in the bag in the high school and this. The mm-hmm. blood, I guess they're calling it the blood geyser mm-hmm. scene, which, I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Very interesting how they filmed this. Huh. One, they used uh, red tinged water okay for the blood mm-hmm. they actually filmed this upside down and then they inverted it on film okay that makes sense i can see so that. that the water is technically coming down but then they when you flip it, it yeah it looks like it's going up right there i mean wow that's pretty cool there's a lot of detail and i'm not going to get into it because it's it's complicated and but if you look it up online, it's a whole thing, and there's pictures of it online and everything oh, showing neat. how they did that, and mm-hmm. that's a really cool. I found that super interesting. So this is what I mean. There's so much credit to be made here that there's a lot of effects going on and how they made things happen. Mm-hmm. Like even for the scene where Rod gets killed with the in the jail with the rope, mm-hmm. not the rope, but the bed sheets. Yeah. Even that took they would reverse. And mm-hmm. then put the film normal, like, to make it look like it's wrapping around his neck. Like, it's just so many cool effects being done. For back in the day, that was pretty innovative, yeah. I would say. The actor who played Rod, his name, I don't know how to pronounce the first name, Jew? Mm-hmm. Jew Garcia. Mm-hmm. He was actually going through depression oh. because, due to recent homelessness, and he was snorting heroin in between takes. Oh, my God. Yep. He revealed that he was high on heroin during the scene with the with Nancy in the jail cell. <laughs> wow. It's like the thing I right, find then. out. Yeah, yeah. It took three and a half hours to get Freddie's makeup on. Gee, and I thought it took me long to get makeup I know. On. <laughs> you think you take forever. And the opening scene was filmed in an old jail in LA in the boiler room, and the cast was scared to be there. I would be too. I I mean, that's kind of creepy. I've always, though, I have to admit that I have always been curious about going into a boiler room because I can't imagine how I've never been in one either. Yeah. And they seem to be the cause of a lot of issues in horror movies like AK, like, like The Shining. Yeah. This, I mean, they're always steam and it's all damp and and it's darkly lit. Like, why? I've never seen one. Neither have I. Hmm. Should we go take a tour of one somewhere? How do you do that? Like, you know. call up a company. It's like, hey, do you got a boiler room? Can I go visit it? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> anyway, I mean, and there's there are so many more facts. I bet. It's just, I mean, this would be an endless section. I just wanted to put, like, some of the main things. Mm-hmm. Um, Quickly, though, the bathroom, the bathtub scene, mm-hmm. you know, with the hand coming out in between her legs. She is in a bathtub, and there's a... Uh, there's a guy under her. She's sitting on a guy's knees. Oh, my God. And he's a scuba diver, so he was able to hold his breath underwater. And he, there's a cool picture of it online of the guy sitting across from her with the hand. Oh, my God. Like, How awkward was that? I don't know. I'd be like, ill, dude. I don't know you. <laughs> I mean, and you see her. She has a bra on or like right. a bathing suit, whatever. But 
I mean, it must have been super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Then there was this going back and not going back and forth, but like the water would get cold. Like, yeah, because you're sitting in a bathtub and I'm sure sets are cold. Yeah. You know, after a while. But anyway, I mean, it's just endless. Wow. The effects. Oh, I got to check that. It's really cool. I want to look at that. The body scene in the school. Like that's a real body bag that they use like from a morgue. Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean, they poked holes in it so the person can breathe. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's, it's just it's endless. That it could go on and on. So yeah. this movie is really cool for the behind the scenes. Awesome. But with that, let's move on to movie observations. Okay. Do you want to introduce our characters? Sure. Let's get into the characters. So there is Nancy, the main character. Glenn, Nancy's boyfriend, who is Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. There is Tina, Nancy's best friend. And there's Rod, who's Tina's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Then there is, of course, Freddy Krueger. And there is Marge. And you wrote here, the dumb mom. I guess we'll get into that later. Yes. But I will agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) The movie starts with the making of his famous weapon, Mm -hmm. the claw, the glove. Mm -hmm. There's a dream sequence that we open with. Well, we we eventually find out it's a dream sequence, of course, in... A boiler room. The boiler room. Ta-da! And we eventually figure out it's Tina... She wakes up from this dream with uh, claw marks, slices, you know, on her pajamas. Mm-hmm. The mom walks in because this girl is screaming her head off. And the mom is looking at her like, oh, you either need to stop having those kind of dreams or, you know, like figure it out. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> who who does that in their sleep? I, I know. Like to their kid? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you really think... Somebody would wake up with their pajamas that messed up that they did on their own. Right. It's the now it's the morning of, and uh, we meet our four characters, mm-hmm. which is Tina, her boyfriend Rod, uh, Glenn, and Nancy. Mm-hmm. I thought Tina was the main character. Really? Because we start with her, and I know, then we kind but... of followed her for a little bit there, getting into the car, and mm-hmm. you know they're driving to school together, and now they're talking about the dream. Yeah. And Nancy says, oh, yeah, I've been having a weird dream, too. Right. It, it, they discover that all of them have been having weird dreams with the same creep mm-hmm. in it, which is, is, of course, Freddy. Yeah. That day, they decide to have a sleepover. Uh, I think it was at Nancy's house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's at Nancy's house. So Tina's there, and so is uh, Glenn. No, it's at Tina's house. Is it at Tina? I don't remember yeah. whose house it was. Any, it doesn't matter. Anyway. I think it was Tina's house. They're there. So, you know, they're, you know, they're doing the typical teenager thing. They're having fun, whatever. And then all of a sudden they hear a noise in the backyard. So, of course, they go investigate. No weapon. Nobody takes weapons. A bat. Right. Pepper spray. I don't know. Something. <laughs> a kitchen knife. Everybody has a kitchen knife, right? Even a steak knife. <laughs> of course, Tina says, somebody there. <laughs> And it's Rod. They had had a fight during the day or something. Mm -hmm. So now he joins the party. They all go into their separate bedrooms to do their thing. Right. Lo and behold, Tina decides to have a scary dream that night. Mm -hmm. And she is basically killed in the dream, but in real life. Right. She gets slashed. Mm-hmm. Now now it goes into her actual chest. First right. we got like a little warning. It's kind of like a warning, yeah. right? At the beginning. It's a preview of it's what's It's a to preview. Come. Like this is really happening in real life. And mm-hmm. now we're slashing your skin. Yeah. 
and she is basically dragged up the wall onto the ceiling blood is everywhere rod is like what the fuck is going on because he was asleep yeah he was asleep and he wakes up to her actually under the covers but he can't tell what's going on but by the bulk he realizes that somebody else is there but he can't see that person right and she is being mutilated yeah and he is screaming and freaking out and it's just crazy and he just books it he gets out he runs because all of a sudden you know she's on the ceiling screaming and then she falls and she's dead she is yeah i mean she's done and yeah Mm -hmm. he makes a run for it Mm -hmm. because obviously and clearly like what's going to happen the police blame him well yeah i mean mean, he's there right and i guess he has like a a bad reputation Mm -hmm. in this town or neighbor you know community so he makes a run for it Nancy, you know, is still there and she freaks out because they walk in and see that she's dead. We find out that Nancy's dad is a cop. Right. The parents are divorced or separated. I'm not really sure Mm -hmm. what's going on there because they don't really go into it. The next day, Nancy's going to school, which apparently the mom's like, why are you going to school? If your friend just died. I do agree with that. Like, I kind of have to agree with you know, that. Why are I'd you be going? like, maybe you should stay home today and, you know. Exactly. Nancy runs into Rod. Like, he's on the run. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was a setup. The police come and they arrest him and take him to jail. But not a setup by Nancy. Right. It's a setup by the, the Her cops. dad, yeah. Yeah. Nancy's at school. She ends up going to school anyway. The dad even says, why are you going to school today? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't understand. I don't understand either. She falls asleep in class. It's cool how they transition from reality to dream to dream to reality. It's very smooth. It's you don't even very realize smooth. it. It's very it, I like. I do like that, that mm-hmm. that part is like, oh, now all of a sudden you do realize she's dreaming. She Is it that Tina's calling her? Yes, Tina is calling her. She's saying, and, Nancy. Yeah, and she looks to her right mm-hmm. and she sees. And this scene, yeah. to this day, still creeps me out. No, it's very good. I've it never forgotten it. It is scary. This yeah. is probably the scariest scene in any of the Freddy movies. <laughs> um, she's standing, Tina is standing in the hall and you see a trail of blood and she's in the body bag. Yeah. And you can kind of see her because it's kind of translucent, opaque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a black body bag. It's clear. clear. And you see her calling her. It is so, it creeps me out. And I I was thinking it's probably not going to be that much this time. Yeah. But it was. Yeah. It still creeped me out. It's still good. And then her body bag gets dragged. Right. So Nancy, of course, gets up to follow her. Mm Mm-hmm. She runs into someone right. that, that says the, the hall pass, right? Yes. Uh, she says something about a hall pass, and she's running, and you notice, nobody, you notice afterwards mm-hmm. that the girl is wearing the, the red sweater. and green sweater. She and is. She's, and, and Nancy's running, and she's like, no running in the hallway. And you see the claw um, knife. I keep calling it a claw. I know. The knife hand. Yeah coming out of this girl's hand. And it's just like, this is it. This is the beginning of the Freddy, you know, craziness. Right. right. She she gets dragged, like we said, she keeps going down the hall and the blood, it's leaving, leaving a, trail. a trail. Yeah. And of course, this high school has an epic boiler room, right? Well, it's not. It's just that the dream leads into mm-hmm. Freddy's into lair. A- Boiler room. boiler room. Oh, no, I think it, it it is the boiler room of the high school, right? Isn't that where he eventually... I have no idea. I don't remember. Is it in the high school? I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out. (laughs) 
<laughs> but she gets dragged in there. Freddy's in there. And by the way, we have the epic 80s jam. Jam. Where it's, it's trying to sound like a horror movie, but... For me, it's so 80s with the synthesizer. I say that wrong. I'm sorry. It's one of those hard words to say. But I love. I loved it. Yes. No. You were because grooving. I love that synthesizer of the 80s. Yeah. I was like dancing my 80s Breakfast Club <laughs> dance while this was happening. Like it was entertaining in that aspect. She does wake up in class, and that's when obviously. I mean, you realize it's a dream sequence, mm-hmm. but she wakes up in class, and she's like, "Oh shit, this was." But not only that, she comes back with a little extra prize on her because in her dream, she puts her arm up against some one of those yes. con- steam conducting tubes mm-hmm. and gets burned. But when she wakes up, she has a burn mark on her arm. She visits Rod in jail and we find out that he's also dreaming now. Now, because initially he wasn't. Right. He was the, the one that wasn't dreaming and having, but now he is. Now he is, yeah. We cut to another famous horror scene is the tub scene. Mm-hmm. This is where I this bitch falls asleep everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> what okay? did you say in the? In- I said this this girl has narc uh, narcolepsy. <laughs> she's I mean, granted, I think she's just tired too because she's trying to stay awake so much. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just funny. She just dozes off everywhere. <laughs> anyway, so she's dozing off in the tub. Mm-hmm. And you get that cool shot. It's a great shot from the perspective of her feet. Mm-hmm. And you see the claw. Coming up. The claw. Between, we keep calling it the claw. The hand. The knife hand. The knife coming hand. up between her legs because that's what it is. Yeah. It, it's it's just so awkward. It's very awkward. And like we mentioned, I'm sure filming that scene was awkward as well. Maybe not. Like everything. Maybe just they get so used to it that they're like, yeah, whatever. Let's get this over with. Let right. me get out of this soaky mm-hmm. tub. But it's very impressive. It's it's still spooky. Yeah. And it's just one of those famous things. You're just like, okay. Well, I mean, he pulled her down into the tub under the water. And what you see, what, what you next see is that you see the drain hole and she's under it. So it gives you that really weird perspective where she's looking up at the drain hole and you see the light coming in through there. So yeah. I, I thought that was a neat effect for back in the day. Luckily, her mom comes just in time to knock on her door and say, wake up, don't fall asleep, you can drown. And she laughs at her mom. And she, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah. she could have. <laughs> Find out what happens next after this quick break. And we're back. Now Nancy starts taking this stay awake, fast acting pill. I've never heard of that. Is that real? Well, I mean, there was something... I don't even know if this exists anymore, but back in the day, there was something called no-dose. Hmm. No as an O and Mm D-O-Z-E. And it was supposedly stuff that people would take to stay awake, like truck drivers and stuff like that. I don't know if that's true, so I don't want to offend anybody, but I mean, that's what it was considered back in the day. Yeah. In the 80s. (laughs) Well... She has, uh, Glenn comes over, he, you know, does the usual, like, movie thing where he sneaks into the window, and she wants to go to sleep, but he needs to be standing guard so that when she's starting to freak out or basically get attacked in the dream, he can wake her up. Because she wants to go look for Freddy. Right. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Which I have to give her, like, at least she's trying to figure out what's going on, and... 
you know, she starts testing the theories of what's going on with these dreams and based on reality. Mm -hmm. And she does. But then Glenn does fall asleep as well. So, so much for that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) She does end up finding Freddy. He attacks her. Luckily, she did set an alarm. So she didn't trust Glenn 100%, did she? No, I don't think so. Because she set an alarm. It wakes her up. They have a fight because she's like, oh my God, you fell asleep. I could have died. I mean, I don't think she said that. But, you know, that's basically what she's pretty pissed off that he fell asleep. Yeah. I I do have to say that there is another scene in in that dream sequence of hers Mm -hmm. where um, she's part of it. She's being chased and she's running up the stairs at her house. And the carpeting is like this mushroomy color thing. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden she steps on it and it turns to goo. And you see her her feet coming up. Yeah. I I remember that scene a lot because I remember thinking, ew, how gross. And I even said it again when we were watching. For some reason, it reminds me of cream of mushroom soup. (laughs) Aw. Ew. I bet you anything they use that shit there. There, there was, I did read about that and I don't remember, I'm telling you, there's so much. There's a whole thing about the stairs too. So yeah. it's just, it's crazy. Well, the thing is that in her, in, in her dream sequence, she also sees Rod dreaming as well. And that oh, leads that's right. to At the jail. her and Glenn running to the police because they know that Rod's in danger. And he sure is because he gets killed by bedsheets like a noose. Mm -hmm. But here's my argument here. If you wake up, that's it. Kind of like when when she was getting attacked in the tub, Mm -hmm. when she woke up because the mom woke her up, he stopped attacking. Right. Rod woke up. But I think that by then it had been pushed farther along. Or he still wasn't fully awake. Right. I don't think he's fully awake. And at some point, I think... That's where Freddie can cross the line okay. as to how aware and awake you are. His, your mm. wakefulness. All right. Maybe. I don't That's know. That's fair. Because that was the one argument I had. I'm like, he woke up. Shouldn't this have just gone away? Stopped? Yeah. But I think it, there's a point of no return with him. Okay. Because then I guess you can argue the same for Tina. Yeah. She would have she waken up, up at one point with, yeah. you know, being gutted, basically. Right. Right. All right. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So he's dead. Now they take Nancy because the parents think she's basically crazy. crazy. Mm -hmm. They take her to a sleep institute. I'm like, oh my God, this poor girl. I mean, I guess at least there's somebody there. In theory, they can wake her up, Mm -hmm. unlike Glenn, who fell asleep on her. Mm -hmm. She she does fall asleep, but this time she comes back with his hat. Mm -hmm. So now she's realizing... Like, how do they explain that? What, she went to sleep with a hat in her hand? Right. I know. So she comes back with the hat. So now she's kind of like the the cogs are turning, right? Like, okay, there is some, there's a way to defeat this because Mm -hmm. I can bring something back from the dream world, which Mm -hmm. I also thought was cool. You know, that whole part is interesting. It's just cheesy. Like the whole idea behind the movie is great. It really is because I think dreams in and of themselves are creepy. creepy, Yeah. Not even if they're a nightmare. They just are weird. Yeah. The mom and the daughter have an argument. The mom is apparently off, is on like this, I drink every day. I, I don't like know what's going on. she's got bottles of vodka. Hidden all over the house. Like in the linen closet. Yeah. Like, this lady is drunk off her ass all the time. <laughs> so, I don't know. She's just dumb. Like the mom is just an idiot. You know what's going on. 
because right. you you we're getting to that. So what the fuck are you doing? Like, wouldn't it alarm you? Wouldn't it? You wouldn't you at that moment say, "Oh crap, this is really bad." Yeah. By now she's she has to have an inkling right. of an idea. Right. The one Nancy comes home, I think a day later, and the mom has barred the, the entire house. house. It's like, yeah, this isn't going to help your case. Freddie is, you know, everywhere mm, in your dream. Yeah. The mom finally reveals, she first she tells the kid to come down to the cellar. Mom, <laughs> if you tell me to come down to the cellar, we don't have one, or basement, or up in the attic, I'd be like, yo, mom, we can have this conversation here. In the kitchen, maybe not the kitchen either, because there's knives. <laughs> anyway, this is just creepy how she's like, come to the cellar. It's like, Okay. Yeah. Mom, that's Come down weird. to the cellar and I'll tell you. Uh-huh. But we find out that she, the parents were responsible for killing Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Because he was a killing- A molester, I think, or a, kill, a child killer. Did I write down what I, yeah, he was killing kids. He, so apparently he was supposed to be a child molester mm-hmm. originally, but they, there were things going on in LA at the time and they didn't ah, want to okay. touch on that so subject. They, so they made a him a child killer. murderer. Cause that's any better. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're both pretty bad. I mean, this is just as bad. I mean, you're killing children. The, yeah. Yeah. So that he was a child killer, but apparently he got away with it mm-hmm. um, with the police and he everything. Got acquitted, he didn't got acquitted, he or something, something like that. But the parents were so pissed that they took it into their own hands and killed him in the boiler room, and mm-hmm. he burned. They set to death. him on fire, I think. Right. Yeah. So now you go. Ah, now we understand. So he's kind of coming for revenge. Like I'm saying, the story is actually decent. Mm-hmm. But but here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. They're they're sitting in front of. I guess that's like a furnace. I don't know what the hell that... We don't because have we don't have of, that. We, we don't, don't have I winter. I don't know what that is. But it looks like a furnace <laughs> I type think so. thing. With like coal. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So educate us fans out there because we are... We don't clueless. know. We don't have that in Florida. It's too damn hot. Yeah. Anyway. We um, burn every day in a way. <laughs> so the mom is sitting there in front of them and, and she kept like a prize, like a serial killer would, mm. you know. Um, <laughs> she kept the, the, the glove knife. Right thing like why would you keep that exactly why would throw you throw it out why what's the need and why it. her yeah i know does he want it back is that what it is is this what this is really about he, he wants w- it back <laughs> maybe but maybe that's why he's really haunting nancy because he she has the original claw <laughs> glove i don't know that's just that was just weird so Nancy calls Glenn and fills him in on the dirty details of their parents. And this is where she plans with him to bring Freddie back to reality, I, get, I guess. To reality and I guess re-kill him. I mean, <laughs> I how do you kill something that's dead? But anyway, so they plan this whole thing that, you They're know. We're going to meet at midnight. Yeah, we'll meet at midnight. But unfortunately, Glenn falls asleep. He does. He does. And this is another famous scene where he gets sucked into the bed and the, the blood geyser comes yeah. out. I will say, I thought Johnny Depp's role, or I thought this role, I thought he was in it much less. So I was pleasantly surprised that he was actually in it longer. I have to say, I thought that that scene happened sooner. So did I. In the movie. That's what I'm saying. But he's in it for two thirds of the movie. Yeah. He's in it. Like, to me, he is the co star. Right. He's not. Yeah, he's introducing, obviously he's later in the credits, but he is the second 
yeah. major, he's a supporting cast because mm-hmm. he's in it until the end. I mean, this is basically the last quarter of the movie. Yeah. So he made it pretty far. Yeah. So, okay. So we got this geyser going on in his room, a blood geyser, and his mom opens the door. I think I would totally lose my shit if I saw that. I mean, like, I think anybody would. But that's I, very weird. Parents just don't react the way you ex- agree. She I, did react legit. She did, but like, I don't know. It just, afterwards, she was just kind of like, uh, maybe know. she did lose her mind, and that's why she's like, uh, Maybe. Because they're even saying when the police get there that the, what is it, the mortician or the, no, the medical examiner, the mortician. I just like saying that word, mortician. I think you do. The mortician. The uh, medical examiner can't even come out of the bathroom from vomiting and can't look at the scene. I mean, I mean, realistically speaking, if that's really happening, like. It's pretty gruesome. That's pretty gruesome. Oh. It's pot number one, the smell must mm-hmm. be so bad. Yeah. Because blood has such a bad smell. It has that, that rusty, copper. rusty, irony, coppery smell to it. But can but you imagine in, in loads? Bucket loads. Ugh. Like real, like if this was real and then it, it coagulates. So, th- oh God. Yeah. yeah. I can see why that guy would, would be vomiting. Like, I don't want to vomit. Not Man. even an N95 <laughs> COVID mask would mm-hmm. mask that. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Now Nancy is like planning this. She's still planning this to catch excursion yeah. to go capture Freddie, and she tells her dad, who doesn't believe anything, the right. cop, because oh, so Glenn and Nancy are neighbors. Yeah, they live, they live across, across from each other. And you see Nancy behind the barred windows telling her dad, "Listen, <clears throat> you've got to get there in twenty minutes. You got to come back in twenty minutes because I'm going to go and bring him back." Right. You know, and the dad's like, "Yeah, whatever. I'm going back to this crime scene." Like he pays her but no this mind. Crime scene is so bizarre. How did this not compute in his head? Right. He's a cop, for God's sake. Well, because they're based on logic. They're not going to be thinking of I something supernatural. But even then, isn't I this know. weird? I would think so, but this is not the X Files. That's true. This is not Mulder on the case. They don't think it's weird. If he had been, this would have been solved in solved five immediately. Yes. <laughs> She does do this. Oh, I put that Nancy MacGyver's the house yeah. in five minutes flat. Yeah. I mean, okay. like, when she sets up trip wires. Yeah, yeah. Um, a mallet coming down from the, or an axe, whatever. Yeah, it was a mallet. Ceiling. No, no, I no. mean, in, in less than 10 minutes, she has booby-trapped her entire house. She really has. I, I, she's amazing. Apparently. She has a hidden... Talent? Talent, I mm-hmm. guess, to MacGyver a house. And she passes out in, like, five seconds. Right. Which, after all that adrenaline, I would think it's a little hard to go to sleep. The mm-hmm. only argument is that since she hasn't slept in a few days, she's, she told Glenn that she hadn't been, I think she had been awake for, I think, seven days, mm-hmm. and the record was 11, so maybe she would fall asleep quick. The point is, of course, she ends up in the boiler room yet again, and the plan does work. She right. is able to bring him out into reality, mm-hmm. and her traps semi-work. Right. A fire breaks out in the house, but nothing burns initially. Right. I'm just like, how is this wood cellar not burning? Right. right. Eventually it does. Freddie kills the mom mm-hmm. in the bed. So Nancy does get the dad to come over because since the house is burning, right. now he's like, oh shit. Something's happening, guys. And it's hilarious because she calls and a cop picks up, calls, I don't even know how. It wasn't even a cell phone. Does she call the house? No, I think it's through the window. Oh, through the window. That's right. I'm I'm so into 
we're so like in our own technology that we think people are using phones in 1984. Um, she's well, screaming at him, get my dad, get my dad. And she finally called him an asshole <laughs> because the guy's just not computing. Yeah. And that's when they start trying to bust in. Of course, the house is all gated up or barred. Right. So it, it's crazy. And like I said, the the dad and the uh, Nancy are in the room while Freddie is killing the mom. They're not really reacting to this. Yeah, it was very... I'm like, listen. But in general, John Saxon, who plays the dad, uh-huh. he has this very deadpan face. I mean... All the time. Yeah, I, he... From old movies that I remember uh-huh. him in. He's always had that blank face. As you like to say, he is a non-event. A non-event. Okay. (laughs) That is your, you should copyright that. I know, right? That is Jackie's word, non-event. It's a (laughs) non-event. But, you know, it's just a weird reaction. Nancy says to Freddie, I'm not giving you the energy you deserve. Right. By not acknowledging him. Right. She actually destroys him and you see his face change yeah like he's like what you're not gonna pay attention to me you're not gonna give me you're not gonna acknowledge who i am that i'm evil that i'm this right and she doesn't and he just kind of like what disintegrates or whatever i guess the mom and then i don't it's like a weird transition right yeah this part in the movie and i probably should have looked it up but there were so many things going on with this movie but it doesn't make sense the way it ends. I think that's the point. The mom is alive. You, the, It opens... The ending now, this ending sequence, Nancy is at the door with her mom getting ready to go to school. Mm-hmm. It's all very picturesque. It's got yeah. a dreamy... It has a dreamy feel. ...feel to it. You know, soft on the edges yeah. and all that. The mom is alive now. Yeah. And she's saying that she's she's going to stop drinking... You know, it, it seems very fairy tale Lottie Da now. Mm-hmm. Nancy gets in the car with her friends. It's a convertible, and all of a sudden, they put the the top. No, they don't put it up. The top goes up, mm-hmm. and it's Freddy Krueger's sweater. Right, the and they're pattern. all freaking out. Yeah, they all start screaming and banging on the window. She's yeah. Nancy starts screaming at her mom. Yeah, and all of a sudden, her mom gets attacked by Freddy. He his oh his, yes his knife hand or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I keep wanting to call it a claw, claw, but comes through the window in the door mm-hmm. and he just pulls her through. I mean, you can really see it's a mannequin. Yeah, you can. It's really bad, but yeah. it's cool at but the same cool. time. Yeah. And he pulls her through that little hole in, in, in the window in the door and the kids just drive off and they're all screaming, screaming. and yelling. And that's the end of the movie. And that's the end of the movie. Obviously, there's sequels. I've never seen any of the sequels, but if this was just a movie, a standalone movie with no sequels, I would interpret it as everybody died. Mm-hmm. Like, because obviously, or that this is just another dream sequence for Nancy, someone, because mm-hmm. this is not happening. Well, Nancy's in the second movie, so she does not die. Oh, but that's what I mean. I'm trying to look at this as if there weren't sequels. I, I'm wondering if this is really like, he just doesn't die. Well, that too. I don't think he... It's kind of like what you said. How do you kill what's already dead? And how do you kill something that's a dream? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, you can't. He's a dream. Right. Like, to, in theory, I would think he would never be able to be defeated. Right. He's actually... Out of all these villains, he would be the most dangerous one because 
you can just dream it up again. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's... He can keep coming back in your dreams. I mean, yeah. how do you kill that if it is a dream? Right. There's a supernatural element to this because he is dead mm-hmm. in real life. And he's just haunting you in a different right. way. So to me, there is no way to defeat him, which makes it creepy. Yeah. This is what makes it scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would interpret it that way. That this is a dream. The mom is dead. The kids are dead. I, I mean... Again, you can argue if Nancy is dead or not with the sequel. Obviously, you know she's not. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's I, I like that ending because it leaves it like, oh, shit, what happened? If they had not made sequels to it, then yeah. But because of the sequel, it kind of doesn't make sense in a way. Well, but that's why I've never seen them. So to me, I'm just looking at it like yeah. this and it's like, okay. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. So that's the end. You know, honestly, talking about it, the movie isn't as bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I had a feeling that by the end of this yeah. podcast, or at least by the end of the movie observations, you were going to be like, you know what? It really wasn't all that bad. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it was the moment. All right, fine. Maybe it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I talked myself out of it. I can see the... I still don't think it's one of the greatest ever made. I, I'm going to agree with you. It is not the greatest movie of all times, but it does have its place in movie history. Maybe that's what it means, though. Like, it's... It created a it created really a hor- brand. A brand, a horrible villain. Ba- his history, right. what he's based on, what he is capable of doing yeah. is legendary. Maybe if he wasn't so cheesy... It but would be that creepier. Part of that's what they developed as the movies kept coming. He got cheesier and funnier, and then right. you started liking him more than you did the other people. Right. And you're like, yeah, "Man, kill them! I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think slashers, to a point, kind of make you root for them mm-hmm. because it, the slashers always have the main theme, right? Of right. It. So, teenager, it's a sexual thing. Like teenagers who have sex are are getting killed. Like it's just this recurring theme. And it's like, they're annoying. Teenagers are annoying. We are all annoying at that age. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, let's kill you because you're irritating. (laughs) I don't know. So, all right. I'm kind of iffy on this movie. I don't, I wouldn't watch it again, like willingly. Okay. But I can. You can appreciate it. I can appreciate it. Okay. Well, good. Fine. All right. So let's quickly talk about sound and music. I'll let you take this part over because, yeah. Well, we don't have to be quick. I mean. There, you said there's a theme. I didn't see, I didn't hear a theme. There is a theme. I will it. get to something in a minute. Okay. But like, you know how Halloween has it. Freddy, ha- to me, I don't, I don't feel like the theme, I connect with it. Like but it's not something I would recognize. Because you're not a fan of the movie. Maybe. Should we listen to this theme that you're speaking of? Yes, because I know it doesn't resonate with you, but it did for us. This this theme just doesn't do anything for me because you didn't you didn't I don't want to say grow up because I was already an a very young adult when this came out yeah right so it was very popularized that really? little sequence was for that movie it's just not it doesn't resonate with you at all like but even if you played in a lineup of horror movie themes I would never recognize it I would I would right, people well, who I watched this and yeah. were into it back in the day and your dad and I were right. would recognize that music right. now I know what does resonate with you <laughs> and it is this cheesy ass 80s music hit it all right 
Okay. That's my jam. Guys, I, you can't see this, but this, this, this person was actually grooving in her chair. Yeah. Like dancing in her chair. Super to 80s. Music. Love 80s. <laughs> all right. And then the last theme, this, this, I never, all right. So there's three things. There's a few things you don't forget. All right. So I guess it is iconic. Mm-hmm. Fuck. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm defeated. I'm defeated. The other thing uh, that did stay with me music wise from this, it mm. may not have been this theme that you presented right. or the 80s music, but okay. it is the children singing what I'm going to call this. I consider the theme, which is the lullaby. Okay. I'm calling it the lullaby. All right. Well, let's hear that. lullaby thing mm-hmm. is actually pretty it's very creative it's it's creepy mm-hmm. especially because it's you know little girls or little and kids Freddy's singing coming it. for you yeah so that one to me is very iconic i've never forgotten that mm-hmm. either do you all agree right. with sound and music i guess yeah i do i do <laughs> all right. um all right so let's see best scene i think we both agree we both like the school body bag scene yeah because it's still good it still creeps me out so and it's just well done yeah it's well done i remember when that scene when i watched this movie the first time and then a couple of times after back in the 80s Mm -hmm. it it was hard for me to watch because it creeped me out i don't know why but it does i just think it's the way it's set up yeah Um, it's creepy and the first time i saw it it really tripped me out but you know now i'm older so but it still does still good (laughs) Best character. You didn't like anyone? No. Not I really. like Glenn, but that could just be because I like Johnny Depp. I, I, I think so. I, I really didn't like any other characters. I didn't think anybody stood out at all. Yeah. Not even Depp. I mean. Yeah. So I mentioned this when we were watching it. It's like, I'm glad somebody apparently found talent in him because it's not like he did an amazing job. No, in they this were actually easy movie. pretty bad. All of them were Right. Horrible. So, I mean, he got lucky. <laughs> he sure did. He is the one person that made it out of this, <laughs> you know? So, good for you, Johnny. How about best unlikable character? I put Freddy because I fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> will, will you tell us how you really feel? Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I couldn't stand Nancy. Yeah, she was annoying too. She annoyed the hell it out of me. It was between both of them. I just hated her. I, I didn't... Freddie was, as as I like to say, a non-event, so to speak. Um, but she just annoyed the hell out of me. I, I wanted her to stay in the dr- dream sequence and, and, and be over with. <laughs> <laughs> what about, what character would you be in the movie? I think, oh, we both did the same thing. I can't, you yeah. are no one in this movie. No, I'm sorry. and you're not either. I yeah. mean, I, I could not relate any of them mm-hmm. to either one of us. Now thinking about it, maybe the only one I can say you're kind of relatable to is Freddie. Okay. In the sense of like making one-liners and maybe like cheesy jokes. Yeah, that would, I guess the cheesy jokes would apply to me. Yeah. Like this morning's morning's cheesy joke to you. uh When you said, hi, what's up? And you said? The sky. Like, all right, we took it back. We took it back. Does it hold up? Nah. I'm on the fence. I'm still on the math. Probably not. But yeah, at the same time, if you want to laugh and and enjoy it for what it is, entertainment. And it has, as we've dived into this, it has classic horror elements. Elements and just 
pop culture. Yeah. It's in pop culture mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. All right. And here are seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. Let's see what rules were broken. All right. I'll start off. Sure. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs in the basement or the attic. Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter, no trespassing? Looks spooky. Yeah. Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seances. I have that Tina says, um, is somebody there when she was out in the yard? Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, this one's hard because make sure the bad guy is dead. Well, yeah. I mean, he is, but. Make him extra dead? I guess. <laughs> and I, I mean, I didn't find anything else. They, splitting up in this movie is. Well, they split dreams. up in their dream sequences. So, yeah. There's no winning here. So, right. that's that's what I have. Yeah. All right. Those were the rules broken in A Nightmare on Elm Street. And Scream Award. And what this is, is how many times Erica screams during a movie. Ah! I got, I think, one. I think that was one little jump. And I don't even know when. Me either. So, there you go. (laughs) We watched this movie on Netflix. It is also available with a HBO Max subscription. And you can rent it on Apple TV, Amazon, YouTube, Vudu, and Redbox. So, you can watch this anywhere. (laughs) If you want, if you want Freddy to come for you, he can come for you in any streaming service, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) All right. Well, good luck sleeping tonight, mom. (laughs) And that's a wrap on A Nightmare on Elm Street. Sweet dreams. Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook with our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. And we also have a website horrorcafepodcast.com. Please comment, like, subscribe, send us emails. We'd love to hear from you. We love feedback and fan mail. I get really excited when I get an email from our followers. And please send us emails because we really read them and we do reply. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll really help us out. You can leave the star review. And if you can leave a comment, that would be great too. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. And until next time, stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye.